Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sarah Fisher Talks Connective Parenting. This week I want to talk about the idea of not wanting to go there. So this is very much a reflective podcast episode, I suppose, thinking about some of the ideas and thoughts that have come up over the last couple of weeks, both in terms of the work I've been doing with parents, supporting them, teaching them the approach, helping them implement it, but also in the training work that I've done with a large number of professionals over the last few weeks. I've been very lucky or, you know, uh, very fortunate to run two group programs for different groups of professionals and different um, organisations, teaching them the approach. And This idea of not wanting to go there has come up fairly consistently, not just in the last couple of weeks, but it comes up a lot. And so I wanted to really reflect on that this week and just share some ideas, share some thoughts, share some reflections to hopefully help. So what do I mean when I say I don't want to go there and that topic? I don't know about you, but I certainly have times when I don't want to talk about something. I don't want to think about something. I might not even want to acknowledge that something has happened. And I don't think I'm the only one in that situation. We all have times when something is maybe too painful to think about. Maybe it's embarrassing. We feel embarrassed to share it. Maybe we're ashamed of something that we've done or said. Maybe it feels too scary to relive it. Too sad. Lots of different emotions. Maybe we're just not ready to deal with it and face it. I know that I've had those times in my life and I'm sure that many of you have had a time, if not more, when you have felt like that about something. And I think that's really normal for us as humans to have times when we just can't deal with something. And it might be that it's just in the moment we can't think about it, but in an hour's time or a few days time we can. It might be something that lasts weeks or months until we're ready to deal with it, if not longer. And I do think that's really normal. I know that last year, um, before the pandemic started, uh, a a dear friend of mine, a mentor, um, lost her life and died from cancer. And I know that I was really struggling to deal with that. She'd been ill for actually not that long in the grand scheme of things. And so I knew it was coming, but I still found it really hard to deal with. And even now, as I'm talking about it, I can feel the emotion really coming up in my throat because it's still painful. And so, yes, I remember her with lots of happy memories and the laughter and the fun that we used to have and the things she used to say to me and the the silly conversations we had. But there's still that really deep sadness that she's no longer with us. And grieving is a process. We all go through it. But that's just one example of where I struggle to connect with something and talk about something and 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 manage those different emotions. So sometimes it's easier not to think about her because the sadness that's also associated with it. And I think that there will be many of us with those kind of feelings, those times when 
for whatever reason, we don't want to have to talk about something or deal with something. And I think we have to know that that's normal, that it's part of our lives, but also over time, hopefully learn that it is okay to talk about those things and that we are in a safe place to connect with difficult emotions and that we find those safe places or those safe people where it is okay for us to talk about difficult things, to talk about things we might be struggling with, to connect with those deeper emotions because it is challenging. And on one of the courses that I was running um, last week, I had a conversation with somebody who said connective parenting NVR is really challenging because not only are you helping the parent or the carer but actually it's making you reflect on yourself as well because if you want to be able to teach this well you need to be willing to do it as well and I think that really kind of resonated with me because we can't teach our children to do something Or if you're a professional, teach other people to do something, whatever that is, whatever your profession is, if you're not willing to do it yourself. It would be a bit like um, a personal trainer not doing any training themselves, but telling you you should be training every day. But they sit on the sofa eating crisp and chocolate all day and do no training whatsoever and are really unfit. I don't know about you, but I'd really struggle to listen to that. I'd struggle to take their advice on board because they weren't walking their own talk. They weren't doing what they're telling me to do. Now, there's nothing wrong with lying on the sofa all day eating crisp and chocolate. I think it's a perfectly good way of spending a day. But if someone is telling me that I need to be doing something that they're not prepared to do themselves, then I struggle with that. And I think that it's absolutely right sometimes to find this approach quite challenging because if we are talking to children or sharing with parents, depending on your, you know, who you are, this approach and saying you need to talk about your emotions, you need to be connected with them, we need to help our young people understand their own emotions. We have to be able to do that as the adult. I cannot say to my son, you need to learn to manage your anger, or well, not in those words, obviously, but I can't be helping him manage his anger if I wouldn't be prepared to do the same thing myself. If my natural reaction to getting cross is to shout and scream and hit things and do all of that stuff, I can't possibly be saying to my son, you mustn't do that. You've got to do something else. I have to be changing my own reactions and understanding my own thoughts and processes. Now, if I'm not prepared to do that work, to change my own approach, because maybe it's too too scary to go there. Maybe something's happened in my life that I just am not ready to deal with right now. Then I think it's very hard for us to expect our children to do the same thing. And, you know, we will all have things of varying degrees that we don't want to acknowledge or face. You might also be finding that at the moment, you know, because of the way your child is coping with the world and managing with the world, that's left you feeling absolutely exhausted and running on empty and not actually having the emotions 
available and the energy to put into those emotions to working out what is going wrong for you or what it is you need to deal with. And I don't mean wrong in a negative way, but what it is you're struggling with. Because so often the thing we don't want to deal with is actually the thing that would help set us free. And so if you're kind of thinking, I can't go there, I can't talk about it, we know, I believe, what we need to resolve. But that fear of of doing that thing is so huge that we don't go there. I think for me, part of parenting has been really making sure that I am dealing with those deeper things, that I am looking at how I manage my own emotions in the best way possible. And I am by no means perfect. As I said, you know, I'm still grieving the loss of a friend a year ago. But I'm aware of it and I'm trying to manage it. And over the last two and a half, three years now, I've been really focusing on this inner work. And absolutely, it's it's a work in progress and I'm sure it always will be. But the more I have had the support to deal with whatever has been going on for me at the time, and the more I've been able to heal old wounds, the more I've been able to connect with my son and help him with his emotions. So those things where I don't want to go there, sometimes I've been able to work through it myself. Other times I've gone and seen a therapist and had therapeutic support to work through it, whatever was needed. And I think then if we are doing that ourselves and we're saying to our child, do you know, I get it, I understand. We can be really empathetic in our response. We can share with them that we understand how tough it is sometimes and that we don't always want to go there, that we don't always want to manage that emotion. And when we respond with that empathy over time, they can start to feel more connected, feel less worried and start to talk themselves. So I think this idea of the challenge of this approach and the I just don't want to go there is really understandable and is a really normal human emotion. But we need to understand or look at, reflect work through the reasons, the fear of the response, the worry that, you know, if I talk to my child about this, it's going to escalate things. Or if I start looking at my reasons for feeling like this, what else is going to come up? Can I handle it? Can I manage it? And so I think we may need support. I know I do therapeutically at times to work through those issues and to understand what's going on. But if we can do that for ourselves, we can model it to our children. And that's hugely powerful. And we talk a lot about mental health, particularly at the moment, the need to look after our mental health, to support ourselves. And if we're going to do that, if we're going to have the strength to support our children in the way we want to, support ourselves and look after our own mental health, that has to start with us. It has to start with us. And, you know, This goes back to the good old self-care, you know, put your oxygen mask on first, support yourself so that you can look after your children and support them in the way you want to, because then we're in a better place to help them because we're helping ourselves and we're showing them it's okay to talk about emotions. We're showing them that it's okay to struggle with our emotions sometimes, that 
There are no necessarily easy emotions. We're all different. We'll all respond to every emotion differently. We need to be compassionate for ourselves. We need to understand that we won't always be happy and jumping off whatever's, you know, happy and laughing and jumping about with happiness every day. That's not life. And that if we are struggling with something, that's also okay. This isn't a beat ourselves up because I shouldn't be struggling with this. I should be able to manage it situation. This is a have compassion for ourselves and understand that sometimes these things are hard to deal with. And see that if we're struggling to deal with something, if we have something we don't want to connect with, talk about, go to, then it's not surprising our children feel the same about some things because they're little biological versions of us. And if as adults we're worried about talking about something, then it's not surprising our children sometimes are worried about talking about something and worried about the response. I think we can learn so much from our children from listening to them. And I hope that me just sharing this reflection has has got you thinking if nothing else this isn't a a judgment this or a or a you need to sort this out or a, any of that stuff um this is really a reflection um and a reflection i've been doing particularly over the last couple of weeks but over the longer term in how actually when we are challenged ourselves as parents we grow as parents and we grow with our children and that is not a bad thing we are on a a journey of life we are constantly growing and developing and understanding more about ourselves it's allowing ourselves to do that I suppose is the important thing for me because the more I grow the more I understand myself the more I connect to my emotions the more I can help my son do that and other people around me do that and I think that's just yeah my reflection from today which I hope if nothing else gets you thinking Even if your thought is, I completely disagree with you, Sarah, that's absolutely fine. This is just a thought, an idea, a reflection. And to say, you know, if you need support, therapeutic from a friend or a a colleague or a professional, or whether you need therapy, both are absolutely okay. I am a big believer in both. And I think if we are too scared to go somewhere, then that's a little bit of a, hmm, I wonder why. What is it that I don't want to acknowledge? And thinking about how we can acknowledge it for ourselves. Be that journaling to see if we can get to the bottom of it. Be that talking to a friend. Be that going to see a therapist in some way, shape or form. Whatever we do, we need to kind of recognise it, acknowledge it and think about whether it's somewhere we want to go, whether we want to do it now or whether we want to leave it where it is and deal with it in six months or a year's time. Just being aware of it, I think, is the important part. So that is my thoughts this week on the podcast. As I said, a slightly different podcast episode this week, a bit more reflective and just thinking about things. Um, But I hope it's kind of got you thinking, if nothing else. And it's Wednesday today. I am, well, the episode is coming out on Wednesday. It's actually not this Tuesday when I'm recording it. Um, but I'm getting really excited about the Connected Parenting Conference this weekend and everything we have got coming up. So if you haven't got your ticket yet, uh, I know lots of you have, but there's still some of you going, oh, I haven't bought my ticket yet. Come and grab it. It is not too late. And we will be doing so much practical learning this weekend, but also thinking about theory, some self-care in there for us as parents. If bedtime issues are your struggle, we've got a session on that. 
I'm talking about lying and stealing and siblings, not all in one session, across two. We've got a brilliant um, self-care session with Pam Bowen. We've got some stuff around speech and language and communication with a fabulous um, speech and language therapist. We are talking mental health. We're talking food, loads of different things. So if you haven't grabbed your ticket, do. It's on the website, therapyfisher.com uh, forward slash third dash connective dash parenting dash conference dash 2021 or just google it might be easier but i'll also put the link in the show notes um and if you're in my free group you've got the link is everywhere in there i'm sure you can find it um but come and grab it and don't forget if you're a hub member if you haven't already you can sign up for your free tickets so that is me having done some nice reflection i'm now going to get back into totally excited mode ready for the conference this weekend and i look forward to speaking to you all soon see you later bye